Welcome back, folks, to This American Dice. We're here on the second episode of our Memora translation. And our goal here is to take the 2001 Wizards of the Coast uh, Legend of the Five Rings Memora the Village of Promises supplement, a sandbox um, supplement that exists in the Legend of the Five Rings or L5R world that just has kind of a village out on the periphery. It's not given a specific location in the world of L5R in Rokugan. Um, and we're taking it and translating it into a Western setting. So uh, on the last episode, David and I sat down and talked about what a Western is. So in this, we'll be talking about uh, time and place. So when should this take place and where should it take place if it's going to be this Western? Um, and that that's what we're going to focus on. So without further ado, here comes the Memora translation from This American Dice. Okay, so if we're focusing on the idea of freedom and people moving out to the frontier, air quotes, um, uh, dealing with the wilderness, moving away from civilization, air quotes again, um, we need to, if we're setting this in the United States and as like a Western, like an American Western, those things, they, it needs to exist in a time and in a place. Mm -hmm. We could say it's just out on the frontier. I think it would be easier or better for us to give it a specific time and a specific place, even if we're not, even if we don't reference those things too much, it gives us a better idea of, um, okay, this is what existed at that time, this was maybe the politics of that time, and give us a, mo a, a jumping off point from there. Right. And I don't care about that too much, but... Oh, well, I never mind. Fuck it. <laughs> but I also don't have a fancy history degree. And thankfully, one of the two of us does. Oh, well, let me get my... I'll turn around and the mouth on my back will start talking. <laughs> He's the smart one. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so... <laughs> My suggestion is, a lot of westerns. Um, They're in the east, I assume. Are in, I don't know a lot the about crazy history. thing. Well, <laughs> in the southern hemisphere, west is east. And the torlets go backwards. The torlets go backwards, <laughs> and the ninja torlets. Um, so a lot of westerns take place after the Civil War. Um, a lot of the westerns that we think about, the good, the bad, and the ugly, takes place actually during the Civil War. Um, Deadwood is a great example. It takes place in the 1870s. Um, Hell on Wheels, which... And we're talking about the American Civil War? It's, it's true. We're talking about the American <laughs> Civil War, not the English Civil War of the 1500s. <laughs> You're right. You've got a point. Not the Spanish Civil War. Where's Franco? Of the, yeah, of the, of the 1930s. Not the um, El Salvadoran Civil War of the, <laughs> what, the 80s? <laughs> yeah. So... Which side of Sudan are we on? Oh, you're right. You know what? West. Maybe Western Africa? No, it's pretty fairly central. Anyway, so. All right. So my thought is go with it. Go with the most prominent version and do things in the mid-1870s. So that way you've got a few things going on. My thought is if you do the 1870s, slavery is already outlawed. So you don't have to worry about the issue of slavery. Beyond that, 
to go with the idea of getting away from society, you have, theoretically, the, all of these forces that had been fighting in the Civil War are now either being discharged, and so those people who had been fighting in the Civil War are now being um, released back into civilian life. Mm -hmm. Into the wild. In, back Catch into, and release. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah you're yanking the <laughs> hooks out of these various Civil War soldiers' mouths. <laughs> be free, Private, be free! Um, but also, what is the Union Army doing well, a large part of the Union Army during the 1870s is involved in the process of reconstruction. Mm -hmm. And so you've got all these Union soldiers in these various southern, formerly Confederate states. So out in the West, especially if we're not in yeah. Texas... Blind spot. They're not there. So the aspect of freedom, like freedom from the authority of the East is even stronger because these soldiers are busy doing something. Plus... People who are former soldiers um, of either the Union Army or the Confederate military, or mm -hmm. the Union military or the Confederate military, are might be coming out in this direction to get away from whatever else we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So to seek that freedom. So my suggestion would be the mid-1870s is the way to go. Yeah, you could probably speak more to this than I can, but isn't there, wasn't there like a, some kind of a, like a lot of evidence that there were a lot of like black uh, ranchers and uh, like uh, Mexican people oh, yeah. doing that like way, way more than even like white people doing it at that time? If we're talking about ranchers and farmhands and other folks who are like working mm -hmm. out on these things, I mean the whitewashing has been tremendous the whole time through. Right. So like, like the, so maybe not like a like, movie accurate, but at least maybe more historically, you can make it more uh, diverse if you, if you so choose. Yeah. And, and you'll be more, more right historically. So, I mean, furthermore in the 1870s, you get that, uh, additional, uh, there are additional gold rushes and that kind of stuff. Like, um, mm -hmm. Deadwood takes, Deadwood takes place in the 1870s. Mm -hmm. um, I think cool. um, Timothy Oliphant's character's brother had died in the Civil War. That's one of the storylines. Yeah. Um, they weirdly don't talk as much about the Civil War as I would expect them to. But the Doctor does. Mm -hmm. That character talks about the Civil War like a bit. But Yeah, so any of these veterans, like, oh, I'm an old grizzled veteran, it's probably going to be... Civil War, right? That was the most recent yeah. <laughs> big giant conflict that involved literally Oh, when was, literally more than a million people. When was the uh, the whole Alamo thing? Was that way earlier? The Alamo would have been the 1840s. Okay, so that, that is a significant so time it, earlier. So any anybody around for that would have been, would now be like a real old timer. Mhm. Mm so sure, I guess if you want to have just you know sidestep the Civil War stuff, I guess you could go for Sam that. My name's Sam Houston. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Although that that's maybe as problematic as the Civil War. Oh, very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, a and what were they fighting for the right to do? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, very much. Yeah, those those characters get a lot less uh, uh, family friendly when you dig into it too much. So, I think the eighteen seventies works. Here are some. Um, so, like, 
bell bottoms. You got tight eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farrah Fawcett. Mm-hmm. Dearest Farrah Fawcett, long have I been away from you at the front. <laughs> um, uh, I can give. Let me give you two opposite pitches here sure. of time periods. One is. 1830s, 1840s. So way ass earlier than oh, that. Oh, that's like the Alamo time, right? So yeah, so way earlier than that stuff. So these are the people who are... In the 1870s, we could theoretically have a town out in the West, I'm doing air quotes, where people have been there for a generation or two. If we were to set stuff out in... And let me rephrase what I mean by that, because that's already problematic. Okay. I mean by Eastern... American white settlers have been there for a generation or two. If we were to set it earlier than that, it might be the hey, these are the people, these are the first Eastern settlers to come here from from the, like Eastern United States, the first white settlers to come into this area. Period. So like they are the first generation, and then if we were to deal with this, this game isn't like, oh, there's been this town for a while, I grew up in this town. It's instead like, we all showed up here in a wagon, like kind of a deal. When was uh, the Oregon Trail and such, like, covered wagons, was that earlier or later? That was through that period. Mm -hmm. So that was through the period of... um, Because they started, like, the West Coast and then went backwards, right? No. Or was the opposite? No, they would start out usually from the East, from, like, St. Louis and other folks. St. Uh, St. Louis, the St. Louis Arch, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's considered the gateway to the West. That's literally an idea of, like, oh, now okay. you can go through this to be out to the West to freedom and these other things, hmm. is what that is. History. <laughs> and they would but ju- plenty of dysentery still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody Good. would be shitting wildly. Perfect. Uh, somebody give me a banana. Somebody put a banana in my so, tailpipe. Um, so yeah, I guess what are the diff- the big differences between the 1840s and the 1870s? So the because now it's like 1940s and 1970s. What a wild difference! But yeah, I mean, then I mean there, I'm like, uh, it seems then, about the same. Then there, then there was a huge difference too, technologically. Um, I saw or, Gettysburg, so they don't have repeating rifles yet. That's true. Well, even just the idea of revolvers had barely been invented. So, like, mm. guns in the 1830s, 1840s are still, for the most part, single-shot, muzzle-loading guns. Oh, wow. Like a pirate gun. Yeah. Or, or think American Revolution, like, you're loading this with a ramrod and that kind of stuff. Like, that's the deal. So, that's how... Like a... That sword thing? What's that called? A bayonet? That's the one. Sure. Do they have those? Like cowboys? I, I mean, if you're, uh, that's not something we usually associate with cowboys, but sure, why not? Yeah, that's the, wild. Um, but so, that's that's the thing technologically. Um, while trains and steam engines had started to exist in the 1830s and 1840s, they are not out in the West for sure. Hmm. So in the 1870s, we're talking about like, okay, these railroads are starting to come by. We're trying to make the transcontinental railroad in the 1870s and that kind of thing in the 1830s and 40s we're talking about like fucking andrew jackson is still alive like that's not what's going on slavery is still super strong in the south like this is a different time by the 1870s steam engines they not only exist they're commonplace on all these big rivers um trains are a 
common like it's not that it's a commonplace thing in every single town but like where trains go determines how big towns are or aren't whereas in the 1830s 1840s they're outside of big areas they're not even a thing like so the areas you would be in in a frontier are it's not that they're far away from train tracks there's no train tracks anywhere nearby. Mm-hmm. It would be like, at best, we can then maybe get to a river, and then on that river, there's some things. Right. Like a little house in the prairie. I'm not Do they lie. even have a train there? I'm not going to lie. I don't know enough about that show. I know it was like, goodnight, John Boy, wasn't it? Isn't or it is books? That... I don't know. I thought that, I thought it was a book. Is that a Laura Ingram's Wilder yeah, situation? Yeah, I think that's right. Might be a show too. I don't know. My my pornographic character Laura Ingram's wilder, and then oh. she just keeps always being more wild than whatever you said. Laura Ingram gone wild. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. So to me, so oh, so go ahead. So that's one thought is to do stuff earlier. I have another thought to do things later. I can I'll, tell you about that in a moment. Well, yeah. Go ahead, because so far I think the the later sounds more interesting, because uh, there's like a big part of this city is that the big way station, right? Which I was just thinking would be a train station, like would make the most sense, like easily translatable. Well, then the other option is to go later than the 1870s, to go like the 1890s or even early 1900s. And so in that situation, you have it's like steampunk Zeppelins, right? Well, yeah, you have Wild Zeppelins. Wild West. Yeah, the, um, the big spider. Uh, Balak and the Nazis are showing up to steal your uh, <laughs> idols or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, but the. In, in this situation, it's not so much that trains and whatnot are coming into this town. It's that it's not the idea that the things are, you're out on the wilderness, you're not part of the wilderness. Now it's the idea that the wilderness, the frontier is disappearing. So if you have the early 1900s, you have trains coming into the area, you have all these things. Like You can still have this very kind of bucolic lifestyle of like this like country lifestyle like a lot of stuff ranch life all these things still exist because hell they arguably parts of that exist today but you no longer have that as a weird thing or a thing that's so far off because those things are there there's people who there there's not just there's telegraphs all over the place like telegraph lines all over the place like that stuff is going on there's trains there's hell there might even be airplanes depending on how far along we go Mm -hmm. into some of this stuff but you if we want to focus on the idea of not just if we want to look at it as not searching for freedom but we want to look at it as the diminishing of freedom from the incursion of the east if we want to, the, the yeah. If we want to look at it as the diminishing freedoms based on the incursion from the east, then later works out a little bit better because you have all of this stuff expanding to the point of you know we're not cowboys, we're the last cowboys, like that kind of element. Hmm. We're not just you might be the sheriff of this small town. But are you the sheriff of this small town in a world where they say the local sheriff isn't an important thing anymore? Mm. So then you have you have that, that change up of you're not 
you're you're not far off from civilization and maybe civilization is starting to show up you're the last vestiges of what isn't and I'm all of this stuff is in quotes what isn't right. civilization it's true I'm witnessing all of these all of these quotes are are present um yeah I, I don't know I guess uh to me just splitting the difference like the the middle period the uh the 70s sounds like the most like Here's my quotes, the Western... Mila Kunis, Laura Pepron, um, huh? Topher Grace. <laughs> the, oh, the 70s show, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That 1870s show. Yeah, to me that one... Uh, although the... the ni- you make a good case for the uh, the 90s or early you know 1900s. But I think the 70s would be the most... Uh, seems like... A, I don't know. I don't want to say like traditional, but maybe like the most iconic... Uh, Western, Western theme thing you can think of. Yeah, I mean, I, for iconic, I completely agree with you. Like that's when there are a ton of. I was literally at my grandparents' house and they were watching a western starring Tom Selleck and um, Sam Elliott, Smoking the Bandit. And right, you're thinking of Burt Reynolds, the, uh, <laughs> another beautiful mustachioed man. <laughs> all, all of these men, um, all of these men, famous mustaches. <laughs> Although Sam Elliott had a beard in this because he was playing a Confederate uh, officer. Whoa. And um, there was a... I forget what the fuck the name of the movie was, but my grandparents were watching it and they were um, not paying attention to any of it and my aunt's uh, boyfriend was just asleep on the floor in front of the TV. What? (laughs) And um, so it was this movie where... it, But all of these movies were these, like, very polished versions of this stuff. This was from the 80s. But they had been watching, in the past, like, some of these other movies from the 70s. Mm-hmm. The Virginian was one of them that they were the they were watching. And they were these super polished westerns where everybody's the cleanest person you can imagine. It's like the opposite of Deadwood. Right. Where everyone's like, hello, I'm just fine and dandy and super clean. Anyway, I've been out in the range all day. What are you <laughs> chums doing? Like that kind of deal. But all of this stuff, there were references to the Civil War. That Tom Selleck and Sam Elliott movie oh, interesting. specifically was during the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. One of the most iconic westerns is basically a heist movie during the Civil War. My favorite scene in that actually is... Um, is it Mandy Patinkin? I think it's Mandy Patinkin who is, uh, who is playing a Mexican, even though he's very much not. Um, but he's... He, they see these guys ride up, and it's like a company of dudes, like horsemen ride up, and they're guys in military uniforms, but all their military uniforms are gray. And so they're yelling, and Mandy Patinkin's yelling like death to Lincoln, like, to hell with the Union, blah, blah, blah. And he's screaming and screaming and screaming and waving a gun, and he's like, yeah, 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 just because he wants these guys to, like, give him a thumbs up and keep going so he and Clint Eastwood could keep doing their shit. Yeah. And these guys come up to him, and they, like, mean mug him. They're, like, looking at him, and they wipe off all the soot on them, and they're wearing blue uniforms. (laughs) Uh And he's like, oh, fuck. And then, like, the next 20 minutes is them being in a prison camp, (laughs) which is, like, grisly as shit. Yeah. That's pretty good. It is. That movie's... The movie's good. It's very long. But it's good. So we got the win. Bad and ugly, though? That movie's really good. 
Not not the other two. No, no I, I I don't have any. I don't. Have, it's long. My my one critique of that film is it's long. Like the good and the long. Not, hey, that doesn't describe me. <laughs> the um, the ugly maybe. Um, so, you get to talk about the where, or you want to take a break? I uh, I can keep going. This is the longest one so far. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I'm not worried though. Okay, so with where the question becomes really. How far from civilization is this town? Mm -hmm. So we have the town that this takes place in and around. In Memora, the Village of Promises, the L5R supplement, there it is not specified where it is. It is said that it's in the. It is not near anything important. It's, it's not in the heart of things. It just goes under the radar or yes without it notice is, or... it is kind of said that it's it's it is far away but how far away is left very very open and there's mm -hmm. even some things that are like well maybe it's near these things that are important and i'm like well yeah. this really changes yeah what's going on so with where in this story and where we're translating this to um where this is uh, even outside, like, placing it specifically in the United States or within North America, like, like where this is going to be, how close it is to, and I'm doing air quotes, civilization, how close it is to the big town, the big city, how close it is the to a railroad. Right. So the whether it's the company, the railroad, the Pinkertons, the bankers, the city, the whatever it is, how close... How close it is to those things changes things up. Right. So, so I would say if you want it to be super distant, like it is on the absolute frontierist frontier, mm -hmm. that's a slightly different story than if we have a place that, oh people here are the second or third generation who've been here. Like, oh, my dad founded this town. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of deal. Like, my, my grandfather founded this town, my dad did blah, 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 and now I'm here and I'm wondering what to do. Like, that's different from we all just showed up and put down our wagons and our, our shit. Yeah, interesting. Like, um, from what I remember in the book, it seems like they imply that's been there for a while like it yes maybe at least a generation like at least long enough for the people that were here originally to be old and maybe a generation after that but who knows right and that's one of the things i think that is a big change up based on what we're doing from the l5r supplement because in the l5r supplement memoir of the village of promises you have kind of an established lord who's ruling this area who seems like they are not the first in their line yeah, and they like won't be answering to somebody. Right. Not only are they answering to somebody, but they probably are the son of the previous lord. Oh yeah, I see. And so, but um, yeah, it's probably not like a Deadwood situation where they're like trying to get incorporated. Right. They're already incorporated, like part of the the United States or whatever at this point. And so that's my question: is yeah. how we've got when 1870s now where, and we can 
pick a particular place, and really that isn't going to matter too much because it's never going to be like, well, go down this exact river. Like, that's not going right. to be an issue in a game. But how close to, and again, I'm doing air quotes, civilization, <laughs> if the idea is moving yourself towards the frontier away from that is part of a Western, how far has this town been moved away from that? And, I, and the easiest thing I can do is almost to answer this with time. Is this town, are the people there, the fir, are they the settlers? Are they the are they first generation of this town where, like, they were born here? Are they second generation where, hell, their parents were born here? This is the town that they've known. Yeah, I don't know. Is there a specific, maybe, um, I feel like this has to be at least 100 years old or so. Or maybe like, I don't know, maybe that's too much. Like maybe like 60 years, I would, 60 or more. I would I would argue, uh, yeah, when you said 100 years, I'd say like, I'd argue the problem with 100 years is the United States is only not even 300 years old. Yeah, there you so go. So that's the... There you go. Um, yeah, everything in Elfhour is very old. Because, um, yeah, I think they mentioned like the oldest person in town is like 80 in memoria in memoria memoria um but if let's say they were one of the the settlers right and if they were old at the time like they were old like 30 or 40 so maybe like something that's at least 40 to 50 years okay so maybe the town has been around for 40 or 50 years yeah would that makes sense that could so um especially if we were to say that the settling of the town, it was like a outpost. Hmm. Maybe it was like incorporated relatively recently. Or maybe more recent, I guess. Maybe not relatively recent, but... Yeah, be, being a... Oh, being a military outpost or something could be interesting, too. So, I have a few... I have a few options that I wrote down. So, the Dakotas... The Dakota or the Dakotas or Montana or That's, Idaho. Uh, Deadwood is South Dakota, right? Or North Dakota? It's in one of the Dakotas. I don't remember which. Um, I think it's like the set southern part of North Dakota, but I'm not I really sure. I think so because they call Timothy Olyphant's character Montana, and Montana is more north because I think it borders Canada. But I have to double check on that one. I have to double check it. Now I feel like an idiot. Um, but anyway, so... I know North Dakota is... North Dakota certainly does. Yeah. Um, but so I wrote the Dakotas, Montana, Idaho. Um, the example, the advantage you have, like the story points that you have is... Deadwood is an easy thing. We just literally say like, oh, this is where Deadwood is. Like, mm -hmm. do everything, same shit with Deadwood. Um, CGI backgrounds. You have a lot of Native American tribes in that area. We've talked about all the air quotes of civilization. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Native Americans are present the entire time, and they have had their civilizations there the whole time. Mm -hmm. So, But conflicts with those groups, which will be really all of these groups, but um, an additional... Really, I have this. It says, I wrote gets cold, but all of these things, it gets cold. One of the cool things that I think is, when we think of Westerns, we usually think of that like hot Southwest desert. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Texas, New Mexico, Arizona kind of stuff. But a Western can be 
um, what's, what's the movie? The Outlaw Josie Whale. Is it The Outlaw Josie Wales or one of them where it's like the whole time it's the winter and like hmm. all of like it's a Western. It's a super famous Western, oh. but it's snowing the entire time. Frozen. Frozen probably is it. Revenant was the movie where Leonardo DiCaprio and the bear have sex with each other. Yeah, let it go. Let it go. Range of the bear? Uh, yeah. So, um, I said Washington State, like the equivalent oh, of yeah. Washington State, like all the way um, the east of Washington State is more stand, like in uh, Washington. Austin, we're trying to go western. Oh, you're right. But no, so in Washington, both Washington and Oregon, um, like the eastern parts of those states are much more kind of plainsy, flat, more deserty than like the wet northwest uh, Pacific kind of areas mm-hmm. that you think of. Um, yeah, the eastern part of Washington is very different from like a Seattle type situation, climate wise. Mm-hmm. Um, the west, meanwhile, like once you, I think it's the Cascade Mountains or whatever it is, it's like more forested. Um, I said Utah. Utah has a lot of this kind of standard vistas that you would think when you're thinking of a western. Um, but Utah also has the issue of like conflict Salt. with Mormons. Yeah, I was going to say, when does the Mormons stuff happen? Yeah, and so like you have this idea of this community that is not a part of whatever, and they do their own thing, and they have their own stuff, and then that comes in to that. So... Mm-hmm. Um, so how really the, the issue is the features of the area that we're dealing with, how near are we to things like a city, a railroad, a fort, that kind of deal. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if, if we're running a game, we're going to play a game, like assuming we're taking this and we're going to play a game in this and it's going to be a, one of our longer games. Would you rather have us be closer to civilization, whether that's a city, more connections with railroads, other forts, or that kind of stuff, or would you have, rather have us be farther away from that? Hmm. I feel like, uh, like especially if we're, we are using these the way stations in the L5R thing as train stations, I feel like the ideal situation would be maybe a two or three weeks uh, train ride to the nearest big city or something so like you're not really like if you do something awful um you know the uh the law could you know come hunt you down if you go too wild or if you need some help you're still gonna have to wait like you know three months three weeks or a month before you can get help too okay that might be kind of ideal so you're far away from and even even our long games are usually like Maybe the the actual in-game time is about a month, so this might be most of the way through the campaign when, oh, here are the repercussions from your actions coming in the train station. Okay, so the idea that... It's far enough so that you're not immune to any kind of law, but still far enough that if you get into trouble and need help from the, the government, you're gonna be out of luck. Here's, here's a good way for me to for me to put this, and I'll periodically um, talk about this when I'm talking about um, colonists 
in the Americas. So one of the things we'll talk about is, you know, when British colonists come to North America, they have a situation where getting news... Nudes? Yeah, getting nudes. uh, No, getting news, getting information from North America to England and back will often take anywhere between four and six months. Hmm. So, if you've got a letter, how long does that letter take if it's like, hey, what do I do about blank? And you have to get to the nearest the nearest big city. How long does that take to get back? Is it a month? Is it a week? Yeah, and you said it might be like up to six months? Well, that... I'm talking about like people crossing the Atlantic Ocean ah, in I that see. in that story. Okay. So yeah, I feel like it would be about the same, right? Like a Pony Express situation. Is this what what this time period is? I mean, there's. I mean, think think Deadwood. Like you've got not only people doing stuff on trains, but you have Charlie Nutter in the um, in Deadwood who's running the post office mm-hmm. to get stuff back and forth. Till in the third season where they have the telegraph office, right? Which speeds things up quite a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, if it's, you know, a month or so trip, maybe it's going to be like, you know, two months, like, there and back to get kind of any important communication going, right? Unless there's a telegraph. Cause, or is that about the same? I feel that's quicker, but maybe I mean, not. telegraph is almost instant. Yeah, okay. So long you, as you're, you said on, like, the, so long as you're not, on the wire. You're like, yeah. that's not that fast. I'm like, wait, I th- do I? am I misunderstanding? Nope, Telegraph? you're good. Nope, you got it. Okay, so you're thinking that it takes weeks to get a message to and from this place. Yeah, I don't know. That that seems more interesting to me, but I don't know. Okay, what do you so think? This place, so this place then would definitely be... So quite isolated. There, so in this case, there is not a railroad that goes to this town. Oh no, I'm thinking there is, but it, you gotta. That's the only thing to go in and out, right? So if there is a railroad, then that railroad is it just crazily infrequently used? I'm thinking it's like you're gonna. Maybe I don't understand how trains work, but I'm thinking it takes like a week or two to get to the next city, right? And then if you're trying to get like a a letter to Washington, like D.C. You're going to need, it's going to take like two months. Oh, see, see, I'm thinking like to the nearest big city, mm-hmm. how much time would it take to just get message back and forth? Yeah, maybe you should answer this because I feel like, I don't know, I'm just doing stabs in the dark. Okay. I feel like a couple months, like it's got to take like a, a while. See, I, But I if think... you have a train station, I don't know how long that would average, you know, take on average. So... I guess this is a big question. Do we want there to be a train station in this town or not? Yeah, I feel like in the module they are the... They have these way stations. Yeah. But where it is depending in the stuff, like in in the L5R story, where the town is, that those change substantially. Those could be these things that are like this, oh, I've arrived into something that no one comes into ever, and it's like this kind of wasteland out in the desert like oh shit like here comes a guy 
or here's a thing that you're always going through and this way station is like regularly populated. So the way I kind of interpret it that is almost like a like a cul-de-sac kind of thing or like a, a Florida situation where it's not the main like main street of the train station going like the intercontinental thing but you have to like go way north or way south out of the way so it's not like a a well-traveled rail system or something but you know it's still part of the system oh actually that could kind of work out somewhat well with some of these other things because if we said that there's a railroad that goes nearby and mm-hmm. by nearby we mean like a good distance away it goes mm-hmm. to the nearest big town big city mm-hmm. that railroad goes through there there is and a, that's more of the crossroad that's the crossroads yeah. but there is a second rail that is perhaps a and this used to be a thing a private rail mm-hmm. well, well, yeah they, they mentioned that in there there's like a a private rich person's way station too right well in in the l5r thing i think so but so if you almost imagine that like there's a railroad in the town that is exists to bring something out of the town slash things to the town. Mm-hmm. But what that means is that there's somebody in charge completely of that railroad, the rail cars, what goes on it, who goes on it, that kind of thing. And that brings people and stuff to the nearest big town where they then get on the railroad that we think of. Sure. So the the difference with that is it puts that there's a like local landlord or whoever boss who it has control of that like this is my rail like this is literally my thing. Okay, that could be interesting. Is that right? definitely could be interesting yeah. like is that a thing that you'd be interested in yeah sure okay i think that makes sense so it's not like a like there's not trains always coming through it's only when you almost have to like request it yeah well it would be a situation of or maybe they come through but it's like so it you don't want it to be frequent because you have to spend a lot of money to get the train up here because it's off the is it I mean, let me draw this like here. Yeah. So it's like they're going back and forth all the time, but you have to make a special thing, like maybe once a yeah every three months or something. It goes well, up there. Yeah. So my my thought with this was would just, be that <laughs> this is going to be bad for the recording, but I just wanted to make sure I was explaining it properly. I the thing I'd imagine here would be that whoever run whoever's in charge of this rail would say okay when we have enough that I'm ready to bring stuff to the big town, the big city, then we'll bring it there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't go till right. we're ready to go. Yes. Yeah, that, that so makes sense to whether me. It's, whether it's we're loading it up with oh, gold, yeah. okay. cattle, um, some kind of crops, whatever it is, we're, when we're good to go, then we will be exporting whatever to bring it down there. Once we're down there, then we'll get whatever else and bring it back. So if you're yeah. like, I need things from the big city, those things don't show up till the train goes down there and then comes back. And that could be super interesting because you're kind of stuck there until, like, if there's an emergency, you have to, like, bribe this person who's in charge of it. Like, hey, let me give you 
this gold bar or something to make this train happen earlier. Or like, Maybe. I need this, I need this letter immediately. How much do I have to pay you for this? And it's going to be an extravagant amount of money. Maybe. Yeah, that could be interesting. Um, so I'll say this. How north do we want this town to be? Do we want this town to be more in the southwest? Do we want this town to be in an area that gets... I think, like, the Dakotas or even eastern Washington State or Oregon... Yeah, I mean... Are um, pretty good. We can come up with a fictitious town. We don't have to set it in, like, a... Like, this is in Spokane. Uh, okay, so... I, I mean, despite watching Deadwood and loving it, I feel like the more quintessential west to me is like um like the southwest mm -hmm. like i oh, want some coyotes and cacti and stuff but, brad yeah who doesn't love her but yeah i don't know that might be me but you know pueblos and all that okay well like yeah. more of a, a uh what was that show um breaking bad where was that albuquerque is that where that was set I, I don't... I've never watched... Breaking oh, Breaking Bad is great. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, I think it was somewhere in the Southwest. But that's more of the West I think of. And I don't have a very strong reason why, so I don't really mind setting in the Dakotas what? either. I mean, it's it's really just where do you... Th when you're thinking of the, of the Western, where do you think? Um, so if yeah. you're thinking of a place that's more Southwest that works we could do something in either arizona new mexico so i i think more orange than brown so more arizona than uh dakota i guess we could even just do some stuff in texas that could be interesting yeah yeah that could be good yeah oh texas there's a lot of everything's bigger there oh my god yeah that could that could be pretty interesting um when was the yeah i guess it was this Mexican war thing was way earlier, right? That was the Alamo, right? So, the uh, the Mexican-American War is in the mid-1840s. Right, so, theoretically, this land has only, you know, been American for, you know, a few decades. Right? If we set it in Texas? Yeah, so if you were to, if you were to settle stuff in Texas and to have, like, a town that's settled by, like, white Americans... Oh, weren't there a lot of, like, squatters there? Like, Put as put as much Americans here, and we'll eventually. Well, yeah, well, literally the Mex the Mexican government had tried to get more Americans to come in. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you could have that of saying like, oh, these folks are first or second generation, whatever this town is. Yeah, that could be interesting, but they weren't technically Americans in the the first generation. Even. Yeah, they're they're. Um... It was like technically Mexican they were, land, but yeah, maybe like grandpa was like, shut when up, grandpa we're... lived here. It was Mexico. When my dad lived here, it was Texas, and then now it's the United States. And and then um, then later on, when dad lived here, it was Confederate Mexico, oh, Confederate yeah. Texas, and now it's yeah, now it's uh, Texas in the U.S. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you might be able to correct me here, but I think uh, was it was like a bunch of, you know white american settlers came over to texas to it's like now that we have a population large enough we're gonna say like we're a state now shut up mexico and that's, of, that yeah. was like the reason for that war right so it would be interesting it's like 
oh, Grandpa, you used to be Mexican. It's like, no, I wasn't. I was always American. Shut yeah. up, little pissant. You little pissant. <laughs> My name's Jeremy Pissant. <laughs> I'm yeah. slap the French at you. Um, but yeah. Okay, so you're thinking maybe... I mean, uh, you can't get more Western than Texas. That's pretty uh, I think, I that's think pretty the, good. I think the advantage of Texas is it's so big. Everything's bigger there. Well, well, there's also like a lot of different kind of climates within Texas. And um, there's a city named David. Mm-hmm. It's true. David, Texas. David Scrotenberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we could say that there's something out in Texas. It's in the 1870s. We're focusing on the idea of people going to this place for the purpose of freedom or to be away from civilization mm-hmm. um it's after, civilization is going to follow you no matter it's where after, you go it's after the civil war so there are some things that kind of like follow and connect to that especially given that texas oh, is yeah i guess i didn't think of that that, that could be uh, is it who knows hopefully i mean probably i don't know would i guess would that cancel out the the possible possibility of like diversity in texas or what do you think it doesn't cancel it out. It I just, guess if this was like a kind of a lawless town, maybe that would bring in more people escaping that. Maybe. I don't know. It's a fictional town anyway. I guess we can make yeah, it whatever we want. But. I mean, that's that's the good thing about it. And yeah. if we don't settle it in a specific part of Texas, there's, I mean, there's stuff that's like all the hell over Texas that changes what even climate zone almost you're in. <laughs> right. Um, it's a freaking continent almost. Um, but yeah, if we can do that stuff, get those tropes in there of, you know, not tropes, but themes of tropes are, tropes are good. Yeah. They're the good, they're the good cliches. So, yeah. So then next we have to figure out our NPCs and locations and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us on This American Dice. For our newest episode of the Memora Translation, where we figured out where and when this should take place. The music for this episode, as you can hear right now, is Traveling with Karina by Lobo Loco. Check them out. They've got a lot of really different stuff. It's really a, it's really wild how many genres uh, it goes through. David and I will be back next week to get into some NPCs and some locations. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook for some announcements. Announcements, that is, from This American Dice.